Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and all by myself in The Great People Studio, where is James? I'll talk about that here in a minute. But no matter what, it's me and it's you. Thanks for being here and allowing us to be a part of your journey. Every week we come to you, we bring you the insights and inspiration to a life to live different. Wherever you're, wherever you're listening to us right now on perhaps radio, 92.7 FM here in Richmond, Facebook Live, maybe you're catching us on the podcast through Apple Podcasts or one of your podcast players. Just thanks for being here. Why am I on the show all by myself today? This is only the second time in almost two years that we've had the show that I've been alone. And there's a big lesson here to learn on why I'm alone is sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you try, sometimes your plans just don't work out. See, both James and I had a really busy week, and we had planned on recording our show earlier this week. And I kid you not, within 30 minutes of us going live, both of us got sick. Tis the season, tis the season. I had a really rough day yesterday and going out of town tomorrow and just didn't have time to get James back in the studio. So away we go. Our commitment was to you to come here every single week and to try to do something to add some value to your life. And I'm going to miss James, but he'll be back here next week when we're going to continue our series on about living different, or specifically hashtag live different. So I thought I would take this opportunity, since I don't get a chance to really talk by myself, to dive into this whole topic of live different just a little bit more. So today we're going to ask the question, are you just alive or are you living? Well, it doesn't seem like a hard question when you think about it at first, but guess what? It's an incredibly hard question to answer. I mean, what is just living? And what is being just alive? Well, there's a huge difference, and that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. And I mentioned earlier that we had plans for James and I to be in the studio here together, but no matter how hard you try to live by design, it just doesn't always seem to work out, doesn't it? In fact, how much is living by design even possible in today's world? Uh, Whenever I thought of the idea of this show a couple years ago. In fact, it wasn't even my idea. That's the funny part about it. For those of you that have never heard the story, I just happened to be in a radio station one day and asked the simple question, how does somebody around here get a radio show? And the general manager at the time quickly said, why, are you interested? Well, up to that point, I wasn't interested. At least I didn't think I was interested. I was living a different life by design. I thought I was living my life I thought I had it designed, but it's not until something crosses my path, something that is unexpected, something that's unplanned, that you start to realize, wow, maybe I don't have all the designs that I need to live, nevertheless, live different. So that's a big part of this this moral is it doesn't matter how much you've planned. It doesn't matter how much you think you've got the bull by the horns in life. There are so many things that are going to come into your life that are unexpected. And the question that I have for you today is, are you prepared for that? Are you prepared to live different? So we started this series a couple weeks ago, and 
the words just came out of nowhere. Someone had mentioned the word to me, living different. And I just said to them, I said, that's what we're about. That's what we're about on this show is about living different. Last episode, we talked about the first ingredient to living different, which was change. And let's face it, absolutely nothing, nothing is going to be different in your life unless there's going to be some level of change. And change is very much a constant in life. And very naturally, we push against change. It kind of rubs up against our nature, doesn't it? It's very much in our nature to stay just the way we are, to live in that safety and security, but that's not life. I mean, life is about change. So that's the first ingredient. Next week, we're going to talk about risk, because to really live different, we have to embrace the risk as well. So what I'm going to talk about today is, what is the difference between being alive and living? So I got a, I got a huge list here, folks. Like I made an absolute monumental list of all the things, really characteristics of just being alive. And then I have a huge list of characteristics of living. And then we're going to answer the question at the end of the show, what does it mean to live different, which was our social media question for the week. And we got a lot of great responses to that. In fact, all of the responses were great. So if you respond to that question, guess what? You had a great response. So let's talk about probably the most negative part of this equation, which is the characteristics of being alive. Being alive and living are two very, very different things. And let's just hit it head on. Number one characteristic of being alive is that your routines rarely change. You are pretty much doing the same thing from when you wake up to the same thing when you go to bed, give or take, every day, every week, every month, and you've been doing this for a really long time. Things just really have not changed for you. It doesn't matter how much you've tried to do this or how much you've created to make life a little simpler for you. Let's just face it. If your routines are the same as they were a year ago or five years ago, you're just living. The second one on this list is a characteristic of being alive is you are very safe and secure. I know what you're asking right now. What in the world is wrong with feeling safe and secure? That's great every once in a while. In fact, if you have these, let's call them landings, right? You're going up or downstairs in life and you end up at a landing and you need to rest and you need to get your act together in a season. And you can define seasons however you want to. Maybe it's three months, maybe it's a year. But in that particular season, it's very much okay to be safe and secure. But what if it's always that way for you? What if you are always protected from anything negative in life? Well, if you're rarely ever out of your comfort zone, there is a strong chance that you are just being alive. The next one on this list is you have a long list of regrets. This actually ties into one a little bit later in the list, but no matter what, you just seem to have feel like you missed out on so many things in life. Like if you just would have made this decision or just would have made that decision, or you wish you wouldn't have gotten in that relationship. Maybe you wish you wouldn't have gotten to that marriage. Or I know people, and this really breaks my heart, but I know people that says they wish they wouldn't have had kids. I mean, talk about regrets. Well, if you have a lot of regrets in your life, I would say if you have any regrets in your life, you you may just you just may be alive. Now, we had a show many, many shows ago. I don't even remember what episode it was, but it was about regrets. And we made a very bold statement on that show. I think it was James and I were both on that show, unlike today. But we, we made the bold statement that there is no such thing as regrets, that everything in your life happened to define who you are today. 
Well, if you have a whole lot of regrets in your life, there's a good chance you may just be alive. Here's another one. Not much has changed in who you are over the last year, or maybe even longer. Like when I say who you are, when you really think about the the core of who you are, you just haven't changed much. You may just be alive, because that's what not like that's not what life is about. Life is about who you are changing over time, becoming wiser, becoming stronger, just becoming different. Well, if not a lot has changed in you, perhaps you're just alive. What about this one? Is you you constantly feel like you're not getting ahead, or even worse, you're not even sure if you know how to. Wow. I mean, that means you've just got this huge wall and barrier in front of you. Well, if that's the case, you might just be alive. And the next one, which is really, really, really close to my heart, is you don't have a purpose. Or even deeper than that, you don't have a calling. Now, that's one part of the equation, is that you outwardly think you don't have one. The next part of that, which is better, is you know you have one, but you're just not sure what it is. Now, that's okay, but how long have you felt that way? If you felt that way for a really, really long time, there is a good chance that you might just be alive. The next one, which is very, very common with a lot of people, another characteristic of being alive is that you live one day at a time. Here's another one that's going to fall into the category of what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is every once in a while, it's okay. But if almost every day you're just taking it as it comes without a plan, without some list of actions and things that you want to accomplish to get done that day, that is moving you closer to your purpose or moving you closer to your calling is, guess what? You might just be alive. Now, here's another one, and this one could be a little controversial, is that you're never hard on yourself. Now, I do aspire to not be hard on myself, but I will not aspire to never be hard on myself. And the reason is, is there are moments in our life where we have to be our worst critic because we are the ones that need to judge ourselves Perhaps you surrounded yourself with people that aren't hard on you. So who's left to do it? Well, if you're never being hard on yourself, you know what I'm thinking? You might just be pretty okay with the status quo. You might just be okay with exactly who you are. That's cool. I'm down with that. But what is left in you to improve? What is left in you to get better? That's when it's okay to be a little hard on yourself to say, I'm not done here yet. Another one, I see this way too often in people, is you can be the victim. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into this one, but if you're playing the victim, if it's life is happening to you instead of life is happening for you, then you might be just being alive. I'm just saying, I, I think it's easy to get caught into that victim mentality. But just because it's easy doesn't mean you should. Be very, very careful about where you place yourself in all the trials and tribulations in your life. Because if you continuously find yourself being the victim, you might just be alive. What about this one? You think about the past too much. One of my favorite quotes from Dale Carnegie, he said, Remember, today is the tomorrow that you worried about yesterday. 
Well, that's talking about spending too much time worrying about what's coming, but what about the people? Perhaps this is you, where you're just focused too much on where you've been. Now, I'm a huge advocate of analyzing the past, especially if you've made some mistakes and you don't want to repeat those mistakes. But if you're literally spending most of your time dwelling on the past, thinking about what you could have done, perhaps what you should have done, or even worse, thinking about who you could have been, or dare I say, who you should have been, that is a huge indicator that you're caught up in something that's already happened and you're just you're just being alive. Only a couple more left on this list. And you, if you're like me, you're probably glad that we're getting towards the end of this list because it's not an encouraging great people show so far. I'm getting there, though. Just bear with me. I'm getting there. Second to last on this list of characteristics of being alive, you lack written goals or even mental goals. Like you're not even sure if you have any goals. I am continuously shocked at how many people I run into in my practice, in my day-to-day, that when I ask them for three goals in your life, they just sit there and they think, because I know what's happening. If I were to ask that to you right now and you were just to think, I know what you're doing. You're creating the goals on the spot. I could take you right now, and it's usually wherever I go because I take them everywhere I go. I could take you to my top 10 goals over the next year. And every quarter, I'm, I'm working on about three or four of those goals very, very actively. It's very difficult to work on 10 goals simultaneously. I can take you to my life plan. I've actually written what I want to be said at my funeral. How morbid is that? But I now know what I am living towards. I now know what I am working towards. And all of my goals somewhere, somehow should fall into that. If you don't have that, or even worse, you're not even sure what your goals are, there is a good chance that you're just being alive. Last one on this list, before we move into some more positive territory, is you see yourself in the same place years from now. Now, there's going to be two sides to that equation, right? There's that side of the equation where you lack some hope, you lack some optimism, you lack some aspiration, you lack some encouragement, that you've just settled. And then the other side of that equation is you actually want to be in the life that you're now years from now, for whatever reason. Maybe we go back to that safety and security thing, right? Where you've created so much comfort in your life that you're designing your life to not change that much. If that's the case, then there's a really good chance that you're just being alive. Long list. If just one of these, just one, sounded like you, resonated with you, you could honestly say, even remotely, I might be that person. Today is, a t- today is the day to live different. Because none of this, none, nothing on that list equals why you were born. Nothing on this list equals what you were designed for. What I'm about ready to read to you is a list almost as long. Maybe it's a little bit longer, actually. There are characteristics of living. So when we say live different, this is about living a different life, which is in, should be, stark contrast to just being alive. 
Number one, and by the way, this is in no particular order. Actually, I take that back. The particular order it's in is the order that it came out of my brain. For whatever that's worth to you, our listener, I have no idea, but it's certainly the only order that it's in at the moment. Number one is you embrace change because change is going to happen to you no, no matter what. When you get to a point where you're looking forward to the next big challenge, the next big obstacle, whenever you're looking forward to something not quite being as boring maybe as it has been, maybe we'll add that onto this list is if you are rarely bored, yeah, let's add that to the list. If you're rarely bored and you are ready to embrace change, that is a characteristic that you're living different. Number two, you take risks that lead you to your goals. Now, I know some really risky people, and they're just, they're just being alive. But for whatever reason, they are taking risks to self-sabotage their life, literally just throwing everything into the wind. And that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about very specific risks that are specifically designed to get you towards your goals, calculated risks, things that you are going to do on purpose, intentionally, where you know you can fail, but the payoff is worth it because you're sometimes to yourself thinking or maybe outwardly saying, it's okay because I'm called to do this. Now that is a characteristic that you're living different. Another one is you know who you are, where you're going, and how to get there. I will be the first one to say, you don't have to have all three of these down pat every time in order to live different and to be on this side of the equation. Because just because you know who you are doesn't mean you're fine with who you are. That just means that you know who you are. You know the things that are blessings to other people, the things that aren't blessings to other people, the things that aren't blessings to you. That's not knowing who you, not just knowing who you are, but also willing to do something about that. And then where you're going is about the goals, the vision, and the plan to get there and executing on that plan. Now, this one I mentioned earlier, you live by design. What does that design look like? And the question that you should be asking yourself right now, is this my design? Is this someone else's design? Or perhaps if you have faith this is God's design. Now, these designs can come from all different places. Well, let's think of the contrast of this one. Not by design is you have no plan. You're not living it. You're not living anyone else's plan. Either you don't believe in God or you don't believe He has a plan for you. That means you're just probably being alive. But if you are living a life, if you're living different, somewhere this plan has manifested inside of you. Now, I would say your final plan, whatever this design is, should incorporate all three of those things. I, I believe you should self-impose your design on yourself. I also believe that you should allow others to give input and even impose their design on your life, especially if you're married, especially if you have kids, because you're all in it together. When you make these commitments in life, you become one unit. And of course, if you've listened to the show in the past, I believe in God. I also believe that God has given us the design of life that we need to figure out. One of my favorite sayings is, write your, 
write your vision in pencil and give God the eraser. Because no matter what, you're also always going to come off that design. Life is going to throw you lemonades. Mine this week was me and James not doing our show on time today. We did, we couldn't get our, our act together because we were sick. Well, that's okay. Just because you live life by design doesn't mean you can't accept some bumps in the road. In fact, if anything, it'll help you identify them and recover from them a heck of a lot easier. This next one. You are hard on yourself, but it's only temporary. You work to get better. If you've identified your weaknesses or your challenges or the things in life that perhaps you just notice over many, many occasions or getting in your way, that means that not only do you have a design of your life, but you also know where you're at and where you need to go. And a part of that process, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is it's okay to be a little hard on yourself. It's okay not to, not to settle. Never settle. Never, ever settle for who you think you are today or who other people think you are. There's always more inside you. There's always more that you can give in just about any situation that you have. Now, this one is really, really important to me. You only live in the past to learn. You live in the present to perform and live in the future for aspiration. So obviously, we're always living in the moment. Today, right now, you're listening to this show. Wherever you're listening to it, you've decided to take 42 minutes of your life and give it to this endeavor. So you're living right now to perform, but you're also listening to the show for aspiration. So you're thinking about, where do I want to apply this next? Where do I want to go next? How can I implement these things? And a part of that is going back into the past and saying, well, where, is, where has this been a problem for me in the past? Where have I gotten hung up? What are some of the mistakes that I've made so that I don't make these mistakes anymore? This part of living different is about being balanced in your thought processes. You can't spend too much time dwelling on the past. You can't spend too much time thinking about the future and preparing for the future. And you certainly can't spend too much time always living in the moment. If you don't balance these three things out, wherever you hang out, I'm going to challenge you and say, if you're just spending most of your time in one of these, you're just being alive. That balancing this out is about living different. The next one, you spend more time serving others than you do yourself. Wow. Now, I know I'm not through the whole list yet, but if you were to see this whole list, you may agree, like I'm, I, I'm, I'm thinking right now, this is the most challenging one on here. We aren't wired to always serve other people. Our brain just doesn't work like that. Our nature isn't like that. We have to spend sometimes too much time working and thinking about ourselves. From the time that you wake up to the time that you go to bed, almost everything that you have decided to do is focused on you. It's about getting yourself ready in the morning, about getting yourself into your profession, taking care of your family, which can sometimes be a very selfish thing because you feel like you have to do these things. Taking care of other people like our children, like our neighbors, like our clients. Gosh, I've, I've heard this so many times, literally from people. If it weren't for our customers, I'd be able to get so much more work done. Oh my gosh, are you freaking kidding me? Well, it's an easy trap to fall into because it's the investment of time in other people that we feel like is taking away from what we want to get done. I totally get that. 
I got plenty of things I need to get done in a day too. But why are you here? You're here to serve others. And we've talked about this a few times on the show. There is this level of helping others, serving others, and then really transforming others. I mean, we're, trying to, we're, we're talking about taking our game of helping someone else to the next level. Is what you're doing to serve others actually transforming them or not? And a lot of times we hold ourselves back from that. But in any case, if we're just not thinking about ourselves, if we're not doing for ourselves, if we're thinking about someone else or we're doing for someone else and serving someone else, then that is an act of living different. My opinion, it starts to become the heart of living different. If you want to live different, sometimes it's just a matter of taking 10% of your day and taking you out of it and putting someone else into it. Now, 10% is a lot. I mean, I'm not really good at math, but if you're awake, like, let's say, I don't know, 16 hours a day, isn't that like 1.6 hours? I don't know. Don't, get, don't, don't check my math on this, please. Maybe you should. But that's a lot of time to actually give towards somebody else. But that's my challenge to you. If you want to live different, is to focus on other people. The next one. While you feel in control you still surrender to a higher power for guidance. Now, this one's a little complicated because whether you're just alive or you're living different, you can easily feel in control. In fact, I would say that it's easier to be in control if you're just being alive because you've done a lot to eliminate stresses and pressures and responsibilities and so many other things out of your life that, wow, it's a lot easier to control everything. So does that mean you need to start getting out of control to live different? No, it just means you need to surrender some of that control. Now, in my opinion, it needs to be to a higher power. I believe in God, and I believe God should get that control. Whatever you want to do, it's totally up to you. But no matter what, if you are constantly in control, there's a chance that you're not going to have an opportunity to live different. Surrender is a tough word. Surrender in our society is often seen as weak. It's seen as being vulnerable. And when you're vulnerable, people can hurt you. People can attack you. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge you to think different about surrender. Is Quit trying to be in so much darn control over everything in your life. We've done a whole show on control. And from what I see in, in my relationships and in the people that I work with, we need to do like 10 shows on control. I think control is out of control. So anyway, um, here's another one that is very true to my heart because I've been working on it very, very diligently over the last, well, really since January of 2018. So about 15 months is another characteristic of living different is you are not easily distracted. Something that I did starting March the 1st, which when I cut the show, it was 19 days ago. 18 days ago, I deleted all social media apps, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I deleted all news apps, CNN, Fox News. I even disabled the Safari browser on my phone because it was distracting me. And by the way, I had already eliminated all the notifications. I, I did everything to keep these things from flying into my life, but it wasn't enough. I had to take the step of actually removing them from my life. 
Now, I didn't completely remove them. I can still get to them on my laptop. But when I'm normally using my laptop, I'm working. I don't necessarily have the in, the need to check these things. And I was a little worried about that at first because I thought, well, you know, the craving will still be there. I'll just do it while I'm working now instead of watching my phone or wherever. It didn't happen. I got far enough away from it long enough that I actually don't desire to look at those things anymore. And it was really weird to think, how in the world would I ever go without a Safari browser on my phone? All the things that I need to search for, guess what? You don't. I mean, just straight up. When you are not around your computer and you need to search for something, you'll be shocked when you really don't need to. Every bit of that is a distraction towards living different. Just today, we went, we had a research question, and it said, what does living different mean for you? And one of our longtime listeners, Ainsley, said it's about changing the things. When I asked her to, to talk about the things she wanted to change, it was about her personal goals. And it's easy to let work distract you from the most important things in life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I don't care where you're from. But work is not the most important thing in your life. Your family's the most important thing in your life. And if for some reason you're listening to this right now, you don't have a family, you really do. I know you have at least one friend out there, and I know you have at least one neighbor out there. Those are the most important people in your life. So we're letting just about everything distract us from the most important things in your life. So I'm going to challenge you is obliterate these things. You, you can't manage them. I, I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. You can't keep these things on your phone and manage them better. It's impossible. And they are distracting you from, let's make a quick list, your family, your calling. Geez, I don't think we need to add anything else to the list. I think that's enough, don't you think? And, and that's just the stuff off of our phone. I mean, we're not even talking about all the distractions we have where people are trying to interfere in our, in our daily lives. Sometimes we have to let them. They're customers, think, our bosses, things of that nature. But I get the feeling you're probably allowing way too much to happen to you as a distraction instead of things happening for you. So the person that is focused in and has eliminated those distractions and really thinking about and spending time on and focusing on the most important things in life that are well-balanced. I am not promoting that you should quit your job and go spend all your time with your family. Uh, first of which, you can't afford to do that. Second of which, I'm not sure your family would even want that anyway. But what I am saying is really check to see what is distracting you from what and how much time and energy you should be putting into the right things in life. Because the people that are balanced in that area are the ones that live different. Next one, you take time to make a decision. But when you do, you act. You don't have any trouble getting started. Decision-making is one of the hardest things I think that we have to do in life is when the road comes to a Y or even a T, is deciding which road to take. One of my favorite quotes is from Steve Jobs. He said, ride the horse in the direction it's going. The trick is to pick the right horse. I can very honestly and easily say I haven't always picked the right horses in my life, but that's what I felt in the moment or shortly after the moment is I thought I picked the right one. And then later I go, daggone it, I didn't. But it was only until I became older and matured that I realized 
you know what? It did turn out to be the right one because it's led me to exactly where I'm at right now. But most importantly, it's led me to exactly who I am right now. And that is where everybody wants to be and should be. So another one is you're smart about sacrificing. Wow, what do we mean by sacrificing? And how do you be smart about it? There is no way you can live different without sacrifice. The number one thing you're going to sacrifice is your own ego. Another thing you're going to sacrifice are your own wants and desires. Because more often than not, your own wants and desires aren't going to lead you to your calling, aren't going to lead you to the best relationships. You have to be really careful about your wants and desires and ask yourself, do I really want that? Is that really what I want? Was when you start to play chess with this decision and you start to think about the negative ramifications of what you could be doing, I would bet you probably don't want all that. You're just thinking about the good instantaneous gratification of these wants and desires. And then you catch yourself in a really, really bad place. So you have to be very, very careful about chasing something. You have to sacrifice that. You have to sacrifice those things that sometimes you think mean the most to you because you're being deceived. It's not the things that mean the most to you. You start to feel like, well, I can't sacrifice that time of work or I'm not going to be a good employee. Well, maybe you're not even supposed to be in that job. Um, so the person that is living different is very, very careful about the things that they're sacrificing. Now, I only got two more on this list, and we're gonna we're we're gonna we're gonna get closer to this whole what does it mean to live different? You know your core values and stick to them. I did an exercise with a group of leaders last week, and it was just amazing to me how many of them didn't realize what their core value was. It made sense to them when they got there, but they wouldn't have picked that one as their core value to begin with. That's step number one. Step number two is to make sure every decision that you make leads back to those core values. And the last one on this list, characteristics of living different. You aren't afraid to ask for help, especially when you know it could benefit them too. I mentioned earlier, one of the things you're going to have to sacrifice is your ego. Today's the day that you have to sacrifice your ego and to start incorporating other people into your calling. It can't just be about you. I don't care if it's your family. I don't care if it's your friend. I don't care if it's your coworkers, whoever. Ask people for help, and you never know what kind of blessing that could be for the other person. Now, I'm actually going to keep this list going. I just started keeping this list. My goal is to get this list into the hundreds, because I think there are probably thousands of characteristics with someone that's that's living different. Now, what is, so what does this mean? To live different is not to do the opposite of what you're doing now. Don't get confused. We're not talking about you making a 180. It, it means to move from existing, from being physically present, to walking the path to your calling. The biggest difference in what does it mean to live different is you're in motion. And that's, that's a huge thing in today's world is literally to get in motion, to start moving. It means you're in control, but you really aren't. Living different means that you're making every day count. That's a big one. Every single day counts. You're not saying to yourself, eh, you know what, I'll just get to it tomorrow. What if there is no tomorrow? What if there's no tomorrow for you? What if there's no tomorrow for them? 
making every day count. It means knowing what people around you need from you and giving it to them. So the first question I have is, do you even know what the people around you need from you? I would bet you don't because you're too focused on yourself. Living different is about focusing on the other person and knowing it so much about them that at any moment you're giving them things that they don't even realize they need. Wow, that's powerful. That means you are so beside yourself that it's all about them. Are you there with the people that are closest to you? Are you there with your children? Are you there with your spouse? Are you there with your coworkers? Are you there with your boss or your employees? I would bet to say you're probably not. That means there's room for improvement. So these three on this, the last three on this list of what does it mean to live different actually came directly from our research question on social media. Josh says, you change perceptions over time. Now that's powerful because I know a lot of people, and I bet you do right now, they are so locked into their point of view that they will do anything in the world to defend it. A person that lives different is looking at situations differently now than they did one to five years ago. A person that lives different is someone that looks at people different than they did one to five years ago, where you know how to forgive, where you know how to accept, where you understand that they don't have to think different than, or they don't have to think the same as you do, or they don't have to do the same as you do, and it's okay. I've seen marriages break up because somebody got so fixed in their mindset in their perceptions, they couldn't see that other person doing anything different. Mark said, you worry less. Now, that's a heck of a way to measure if you're living different. That doesn't mean you're worry-free, but that means that you're worrying less. And Vicki, we're going to wrap this one up. Vicki said that, what does it mean to live different? You do challenging things. So folks, I'm going to ask you to do something challenging today. Somewhere, write this down. Live different and write down three things that you're going to do today, tomorrow, and the next day to live different. And then what are you going to do after that? Because oftentimes we get stuck in just doing the next thing, but we don't think about the next thing and the next thing. So make this commitment to yourself. Over time, you'll have a different life. And more importantly, the people around you will have a different life. So thank you all for joining us here today and listening to me monologue for 42 minutes. If you've lasted this long, you deserve an award. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week 